0: Greetings and welcome to the Saved by the podcast. I love the power glove. It's so bad. No! I feel the need, the need for speed.
1: Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that?
0: Better alive. You are coming with me. Look I what you did, it. you little jerk. Look.
1: I'm coming to get you. Get busy living, or get busy dying. You are next.
0: And the thing is, after all these years, I still look back with wonder. Welcome in to the Save My Nostalgia podcast. I'm Noah Groninger, alongside Clint Schweitzer. And as we roll along with season two, today's episode is Driver's Education. Uh, Clint, this episode scared me to death as a kid, uh, thinking I'd have to maneuver around a tiny classroom in a golf cart in between cones as my friends looked on. I was horrified. My anxiety was just at its peak. Luckily, that nightmare never came true. But for Zach, his nightmare is just beginning in this episode as Slater is about to get his license and hit the open road and Zach worries it will be with Kelly. What are your thoughts on another very good episode for season two, Clint? Well,
1: this is definitely a seminal moment here in Saved by the Bell lore. We can all remember uh, the anxiety involved with uh, getting our licenses. I remember watching this as a kid, being horrified that I was going to have to maneuver around a two-wheeled golf cart, like you said, <laughs> around a tiny room here, uh, in and out of cones to learn how to drive. Does that, it's like, that's how you start, and then you move up to a car? Like, I don't get any of this. And um, But, you know, not only that. We have Jack Angelus as Mr. Tuttle in this episode. You know it's going to be strong when Mr. Tuttle's involved. And I like this. It really harkens you back to those days. I mean, these kids are going through all the natural teenage progressions here. And in this one, they're learning how to drive. They're becoming, you know, they're turning 16. And I just think that's a natural evolution for these characters. And I love where this goes. An episode that... um, You know, going into it, I always know what I'm going to get from it. I'm a huge fan of it. And, you know, see if it holds up as we go on. But something tells me that it will because vroom, vroom, vroom. Let's start those (laughs) engines of curiosity, folks. It's time for uh, driver's education right here on Saved by Nostalgia.
0: Absolutely. This episode starts off, Zach is so excited about Driver's Ed. So he can park and neck with Kelly. Yes, maybe they're going to Inspiration Point. That's all that Zach cares about in getting his car. I don't think he really wants to go places or do anything. He's finally hooked Kelly and they're in this relationship kind of thing and he just wants to get her in a car, drive around, go on a date and get to Inspiration Point, Park, and Neck with Kelly. He also has a ring for Kelly at the beginning of this, uh, but she she kind of pulls back and says she's not ready to go steady. So that lends me to think she's wanting to date other guys. Is Zach not losing it? Like Zach sort of saves face and kind of pulls back by saying, it's just a friendship ring. Don't worry about it. No, we're good. But you can tell on the inside that Zach is dying. Just, are you dating other guys? This is another time where...
1: Kelly's sort of slamming the door in Zach's face. We've already seen this with the prom episode. She's going to the prom. It's finally happening. It's excitement. And then, oh, no, bummer. Can't go to the prom with you, Zach. My dad lost his job. And now we have uh, this ring being presented. And what is the difference, pray tell, between going steady and dating? I mean, <laughs> I know this, the the saying, go steady, has gone out with the bathwater. But I have some real questions here. Like, what what's the difference? You're wanting to still date other people. You can't accept this ring. Zach says that what friendship is the boat, happy people sail on, give me a break. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been friend zone being trying to, you know, so, being some girl's quote unquote gay guy friend. Like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not showing up to have coffee with you and have you spill your guts about your latest romantic issues. Not doing it. Although Zach appears ready to put up with A lot more than I would have. Although, it's Kelly, so I get it.
0: Yeah, but uh, as Kelly tells him, she's not ready to go steady, Zach. You think Zach gets it? He's like, okay, no, it's a friendship ring. Okay, I understand. No, he doesn't understand. He goes into Driver's Ed and immediately finds Slater to gloat about the friendship ring that he gave Kelly and says, now that they they are exclusive. But, Zach, you just got done hearing Kelly say you're not exclusive. Zach is in denial about this, but... We move on from that because Jack Angelus, the great Jack Angelus, Mr. Tuttle, enters the room as only he can. He kind of does this pop quiz for the class, and of course, Slater gives the correct hand position for driving. Zach leans over and calls him the teacher's pet, and Mr. Tuttle comes strong with a great retort right from the get-go, saying, But you're the one who belongs on a leash, Mr. Morris. Just one of my favorite lines in the episode. Of course, Mr. Tuttle always brings it. Well,
1: apparently no one can afford a car except Slater who has uh, purchased a junker. Uh, The garage set, which is used as Slater's Garage, is also used in the drinking and driving episode as Zach's Garage, and also the garage from the Rocky episode, begging the question, whose garage actually is this? (laughs) Um, Zach says the doctors that worked on Michael Jackson couldn't help this old heap, which is both um, thought-provoking, a little disturbing, uh, but topical for 1990. So um, now it seems a bit taboo. Uh, but, of course, in in uh, the next scene, in the next cut, the car is cleaned up. It looks like a streamlined butterfly, and so everybody is looking at this car, and Slater is about to turn 16, which, by the way, Slater says he turns 16 next week. Surprise! They didn't know it was his birthday next week? <laughs> Should they just have said aloha to no Slater? Clue. I'm lost on that one, buddy.
0: Yeah, that just... Yeah, I turned 16 in three days here. Like, uh, no clue? Really? I thought it was going to be like four months like Zach's. Like, Zach had no clue. Nobody did. Uh, but before Slater buys that car, I had to touch on this because they're in the Max, and guys are saying hi to Kelly, and Zach's holding up her hand saying, see the ring? Then a girl says hi to Zach, and Kelly, this is funny, A kind of a, a rare time for her of kind of being funny. She uh, holds up her hand and says, see the ring to the other girl. Uh, And Zach uh, says that he's going to get his dad's Porsche. They finally sit down at uh, one of the tables in the Max, and he said he's going to get his dad's Porsche when he turns 16. And uh, another rare time for someone being funny is Lisa. Lisa pops in here and slips in. Slip into your PJs, baby, because you're dreaming. Zach is never going to get that Porsche. We never saw the Porsche uh, that uh, Zach's dad had. But, of course, you mentioned it. Slater buys that beat-up junker. They fix it up. Slater's about to get his license. Zach is freaking out that uh, Slater's going to take Kelly on this ride. And so he's got a plan to foil him. He goes to driver ed, driver's ed and tells Tuttle that Slater's too cocky. He thinks he should be teaching the class. And, of course, Mr. Tuttle, pish posh, I'll show him. It just seems Mr. Tuttle is um, swayed easily by
1: one or two <laughs> sentences. Like, Zach says something like, ah, oh, he says he should be teaching the class, and he immediately turns heel on Slater. Like, his loyalties just lie with whoever's placating him at the time. We also have a dream sequence here, and I'm just going to say it as a huge non-fan of dream sequences. This is my favorite one of all time, Noah. Slater and Kelly are at a drive-in together while Zach is watching the movie from his bike, and Scree is perched on the back, and it's just this hilarious scene where... Yeah, uh, clearly Zach is uh, worried about Slater stealing Kelly away because he's about to get his license. He has this car, and he's uh, Zach is stuck with Screech on the back of his beautiful bike. And I actually <laughs> like this dream sequence, the only one that I've ever liked thus far in the entire show. Right, it right there.
0: Yeah, it is one that's not uh, too terrible. Uh, you you look at it, and uh, I like the play on Zach and Screech at uh, the drive-in movie while Slater and Kelly are right there. Um, You can kind of picture Zach actually having this dream, waking up in a cold sweat. Uh, So this dream sequence did work for me. Normally we get to that part, and it's like, oh no, who's going to do the dream sequence? Who got left with that? But no, that one wasn't bad. You're lucky you got that one. But we move on from that, and uh, Zach asks for a private lesson from Slater for $20. Uh, Screech pretends to be Mr. Tuttle, and this kind of... It goes off the rails for me a little bit. Uh, Screech pretends to be Mr. Tuttle to get the driver's ed keys out of the car by doing a horrible Mr. Tuttle impression. Just horrible. Screech asks Mr. Belding to hear the long story about how he became principal, which also doesn't make sense since Tuttle was next in line to become principal, but Belding got it, so there's a lot of animosity there. So why would Mr. Tuttle be asking Mr. Belding to kind of twist the knife into him and tell him about how he became principal and ousted Mr. Tuttle for the job? Well, it all started with a boy in a dream. Yeah, this didn't (laughs) work for me. This is sort of a replay
1: of the terrible Testaverde bathroom incident where they call Testaverde and tell him that the the building's flooded, don't come to work. Uh, It didn't work for me either. And uh, just kind of very loose and kind of lazy. And of course, Zach then gets jealous. When Kelly gets in the golf cart with Slater, uh, I keep calling it the golf cart because that's what it is, uh, the car. <laughs> and they went up wrecking into the lockers, and uh, Kelly has sustained a head injury. Um, everyone clears out before Belding can catch them, and Kelly has yet to clear concussion protocol. So, and like you said, Tuttle was the next in line to become principal, and he had the color scheme already picked out, and he thinks Belding's tastes are so tacky. Um, it's clear they don't like each other. Uh, it's kind of an interesting dynamic. Uh, show that's kind of lighthearted uh and these relationships are all very you know fluffy and kind and nice and these two uh, you know high you know high respected uh, people in their professions just don't like each other they're battling back and forth kind of found that interesting so
0: yeah you, slater like you wrecked the uh the car into the lockers in the hallway kelly gets hit in her head uh and then jesse says why don't you be a man and confess Slater, very sexist. We see this a lot with Slater's character uh, in uh, reference to Jesse. Why don't you be a woman and Cook? I just, I mean, I, I kind of love that banter. Yeah, it's not socially acceptable. uh, But I love just kind of the relationship between Jesse and Slater. How they, one's a macho pig and one's kind of a feminist. But they get together and they stay together. The, yeah, it's an off and on thing, but... Uh, They find a way uh, to be together, and I kind of like that relationship and where it's going. But uh, Slater wondering what Belding was doing there. And we haven't seen this for a while, Clint, but it comes back. Screech just walking down the hall. He hears Slater wondering, just uh, if Belding wasn't there, what was he doing there? Getting the keys out of the car. Oops. (laughs) Of course, he has to ruin that. He tells uh, Slater... Uh, to tell Zack that he really roughed him up to get that out of him, even though Screech just gave it up willingly, as always. And, of course, the gang has a plan to make Zack feel guilty so that he has to confess as Kelly pretends that she has no clue who Zach is after this horrible head injury. Give Zack his ring back and pretends Slater is her boyfriend. And, by golly, that works. Oh, yeah, and
1: by the way, Screech is Tom Cruise, the coolest guy in school. <laughs> Did not enjoy this plot development. This kind of lost me right here. I'm just kind of like, ah... Uh kind of harkens back to the silliness of season one and kind of like a really deep plan that just didn't work for me uh, upon rewatching again here. Uh, of course, seconds later, it's Kelly slips and calls him Zack and the jig is up. Um, so then we cut to the classroom and, you know, Belding is going to come in and, and kind of try to find out who did this and make them confess. Uh, he mentions the Tuttle that he won't get paid if if no one confesses. <laughs> that was weird
0: too. I have that in my begging notes
1: confess please confess i love it and uh you know i i I, starts off with kelly saying it was me i did it not wanting to get everyone in trouble uh slater comes in and says i was in the seat i'll take the heat and i kind of that's kind of ridiculous and then um finally they uh finally zach steps in and says that it was his idea he kind of concocted the whole plan and because he was jealous of slater it was almost kind of like just kind of started losing me
0: towards the end. Um, Well, I had a little bit of a different take on that. I mean, Kelly, yeah, tries to take the blame at the beginning, but Slater, the punishment will be smaller if there are two people to share it, says Mr. Belding. And Slater kind of forcefully says, it was just me, sir. I kind of like that. And then he says, of course, I was in the seat, I'll take the heat. I've seen this episode a million times, but for some reason, Slater taking all the blame, not throwing Zach under the bus, kind of got to me like a very high-class move by Albert Clifford there. Like he had a chance to throw Zach under the bus or just kind of nonchalantly say like, well, I mean, I was in the seat, but he said, it was just me, sir, forcefully. Like, no, like leave anybody else out of this. Just put the blame on me. I really like that from Slater. Showing uh, his
1: high character, Slater has such a high character from a military background. It kind of stood to that. Like, you know, he comes from discipline and he stood there and took it. And then, Zach begrudgingly sort of comes in and saves the day, so to speak. Proclaims that uh, it was him, it was his idea, and, uh, you know, Mr. Belding says, come with me, you'll take the class over next year. He tells Kelly to wait for him, and she says that uh, that she will. So, you know, um, the ending is Zach being dragged away by Belding, and
0: we're out of here. I just love Zach finally doing the right thing. Uh, Thus comes maybe the favorite line in the entire series, comedic-wise, for me. This, I know you're probably thinking, wait, what? Did I miss something? But I don't know. This just makes me belly laugh. I I love it so much. Zach uh, says he's jealous that Slater was going to get his license like you said. Uh, So he set him up to get him kicked out of Driver's Ed. And Tuttle interjects Wow! Good plan! To me that was just perfection. Perfect comedic timing. We talk about Screech, Dustin Diamond being the comedic genius. I think it was Jack Angelus as Mr. Tuttle. That was perfect. Uh, Zach Talking about his just scheme, a teacher admiring the cunning, evil, and sinister plot carried out by one of his students was comedy gold for me. It makes you wonder Zach- kind of what Mr. Tuttle, who Mr. Tuttle really is, what evil plots that he's concocted in his years, as he's obviously a fan of them, just admiring Zack's plan. Just, wow, great plan. I just love that.
1: Where does this wind up falling for you as we put a bow on this? Uh, I still say strong, um, kind of hard to compare it. I do, you know, as we've done the prom, we've done Zach's war, we've done uh, save the max. And now we're, we're doing, um, driver's education. And I, I, th- this one, I don't know where it really ranks in there, but it's a very good episode. Lost me kind of towards the end a little bit, but still classic save by the bell, you know, making something out of nothing with this golf cart. And this is driver's ed with this golf cart. It's hilarious. A lot of good stuff. Some scheming that goes on. We're back to that. We haven't seen that uh, really yet uh, this season. And Slater and Zach are kind of back at odds, um, which I don't really like because I like them as friends. But uh, it's a change of pace, and they're kind of vying for Kelly's attention again. But Zach kind of wins out in the end. A good episode for me. Definitely thumbs up. Still a huge fan.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think this is, so far, we're very early on in season two, so this isn't saying a ton. But this is my second favorite episode so far that we've done in season two. Um, right behind the prom, of course. Um, And yeah, Zach and Slater are kind of at odds, but I love just Slater's integrity there at the end and just taking it on him, even though he didn't have to. It wasn't his fault. It was Zach's fault that he was even there. Um, But I I really like that and kind of showing more into Albert Clifford and who Slater is and uh, his background and, like you said, his dad in the military and uh, just kind of being honorable. And uh, I, I love that part. And of course... If my favorite comedic line in the entire series comes in this episode, and maybe my favorite teacher, it's a toss-up with him and Mr. Dewey. It's very tough uh, to figure out which one's my favorite, but one of my favorite teachers making his first appearance on uh, Say by the Bell. uh, I think this has to be a really strong one for me, and it is. Um, I think this will hold up. I don't think it's going to go too far down the list, but so far it's number two. A very strong episode, even though there was, uh, like you said, the three-wheeled golf cart kind of threw it off for me. It gave me a lot of anxiety as a kid. So watch, re-watching it now, it's more, I have a more fond spot in my heart knowing that that's not the case. I'm not going to have to drive a golf cart in a small classroom while everyone watches. Uh, when I was watching this, uh, probably in middle school. Uh, worried that that was going to be my high school fate and I was going to fail miserably and be a laughingstock and have to change <laughs> schools ultimately. That was my fears. That was my anxiety. That's a, a deeper look into uh, my syndrome. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you for checking out Save My Nostalgia. We are doing Save by the Bell from beginning to end. That's what you can count on here with us. We're going to be coming back with our next episode, which is House Party, and we're going to be joined by Jeff Ash, who plays Maxwell Nerdstrom on that episode. You will not want to miss it. You don't want to miss anything that we're doing, so please hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or Spotify. Um, any of those three, if you have a smartphone, you have this show. So much more coming up. Cannot thank you enough for joining us right here on Saved by Nostalgia, where we take you back to your wonder years.